When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. I am so excited to partner with them once again in 2022 because they've got a lot of great stuff going on, including an entirely redesigned and renovated driving range and practice area. It's got Top Tracer. It's got, what, like 42 heated bays, individually heated, by the way. And it's even got a food truck and much, much more, such as two bars. Yeah, that's right. Go out to CogHillGolf.com today to learn a little bit more. And, of course, you already know about all their great golf courses, CogHillGolf.com. We're also pleased to continue to work with our friends at WorldwideGolfShops.com. You've heard me talk about them many times before. They've got everything you need for golf. They've got apparel, accessories, training aids, all the new equipment. They've got deals like every single day. And going out to WorldwideGolfShops.com might just help you improve your game this golf season. WorldwideGolfShops.com. Welcome to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for all things golf, including in-depth interviews, new equipment highlights, and answers to golf questions you might be too afraid to ask. My goal? To help you learn more about the game so you can enjoy it even more. Let's dive in. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. This is the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can find me on social media at GolfUnfiltered, and you can send me an email, adam at GolfUnfiltered.com. Well, folks, we are well into the new year, a few weeks now, and we've already had our first PGA Tour tournament at the Century Tournament of Champions, which really turned into an all-star game for the game's best. We saw scoring records broken. We saw all sorts of great things happen in that, and it was a lot of fun to watch, and I wrote a uh, brief article on GolfUnfiltered.com wondering if this is going to be a trend that we're going to see throughout the year for a lot of different reasons. Go out to GolfUnfiltered.com and check that out. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We do talk about a lot of different things here on the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. If you've listened for a long time, then you know that we have tried many different angles over the years. We've done this for a while now, and this year we are really focusing in on new golfers, golfers who are just getting into the game for the first time, and in doing so, those of us who have played for a long time, and I could speak for myself here, I'm learning a lot more about stuff that I thought I knew about, but uh, really didn't. And I think we would all benefit from continued research into this game that we all love. So welcome back to the show. One of the reasons that we wanted to focus on that demographic of golfers is because there are a lot of you, a lot of people who want to get involved in this game that we all love so much. And the first episode of this year, I talked about some tips that I have followed to introduce someone to the game. Got a lot of great feedback from that episode. Thank you to all of you who reached out. And... I had similar conversations with multiple people in the industry recently, and they're like, yeah, you know, we've got a lot of people that are asking us questions, not only from an equipment standpoint, not only from a golf course standpoint, but just in general, people that you know who want to get involved in the game. I had a uh, great conversation with my friend uh, Troy over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club uh, the other day. I am very pleased to say that we are working with them again in 2022. They're a great golf course. You've heard of the name. You remember watching Tiger Woods shatter records at Cog Hill, Dubs Dread over the years. 
And one of the great things, uh, one of the many great things that they offer at Cog Hill is the opportunity for people to go to a group golf lesson with zero knowledge of the game of golf. If they don't, they've never even picked up a club in some instances, and they call it their no embarrassment golf lessons. It's a really, really great idea, and it's something that I, I hope other courses across the nation and world even are doing because I can't tell you how many times I've had someone come up to me who wants to get into the game. They don't know how to get started, and they don't want to look like a fool in front of somebody else. I mean, just think about when you started learning the game. I'm sure you could relate. So really quick, if you're in the Chicagoland area or nearby in a neighboring state and you want to look for something that is really going to touch base on all the important parts of the game and you want to introduce it to somebody new or if somebody you know wants to get into the into the game, it's called the No Embarrassment Golf School. They have a couple different levels. So if you've got someone who actually has played a round of golf before and they're a little rusty, they can go on and, and learn a little bit more. It's actually a really good deal. I mean, $200 per person and you get six weeks of instruction, including on-course instruction, by the way. And it includes a 30-minute personal one-on-one instruction lesson, if you will, by one of the top 10 teachers in the state. It's, it's really an incredible deal, and just learned about it the other day, and it's on their website right now, coghillgolf.com. And we're going to talk to uh, Troy again. He's been on the show in the past. Uh, he's the GM over there at Coghill. We'll have him on again throughout the year to talk a little bit more about programs like this. I just wanted to throw it out there now for you all if you find that something that you're interested in. Speaking of getting into the game and improving your own game, I mean, all of us could benefit from a good golf training aid. I don't want to make this... Too much of a commercial by any means, but I recently had the opportunity to review the Tour Striker Smart Ball. It is a training aid that's been around for a while. I believe 2016 is when it was introduced by the inventor Martin Chuck, who's a name in golf teaching that everyone knows. And if you don't, you should. Um, Sent it over. I gave it a whirl. Pretty simple device in its construction. It's got a inflatable ball at the end of a neck lanyard that you put over your neck and it kind of just hangs in front of you very simple didn't seem too high tech at all because it's not but then there are a number of instructional videos on tourstriker.com that kind of help you understand different ways to use this thing so you know i go out to the range and i i'm trying it out and when i write reviews like this or when i look at products like this i i don't have huge expectations i'm just going to be completely transparent there There are a lot of training aids out there on the market, and I would say the majority of them are meh, just okay. You know, I mean, something doesn't typically work the way as it's advertised, and a lot of it's probably user error. But with the Tour Striker Smart Ball, I really couldn't mess it up. (laughs) You know, you just put this thing around your neck, and it hangs in front of you. And the whole intent, at least one of the, at least from my understanding, I should say, is... It really helps you stay connected. You hear this this phrase of staying connected throughout your golf swing. And some people may interpret that as, you know, your elbows staying connected to your sides. I think that's a la Ben Hogan. Um, Some may think that it's, you know, one arm staying connected. Whatever it means, it's really to try to get you into a compact, consistent, easily repeatable motion. But there aren't many training aids out there that actually help teach you that. We've probably seen, you know, people put a towel under their their arms, for example, across their chest. 
keep that towel there. And if you drop the towel, drop it at the end of your swing or something like that. And you may have even seen the golf swing shirt. I think Patty Harrington is a spokesperson for that. But I never really liked those because those felt to be way too constricting. And I didn't really get a feel for what this is supposed to feel like. Well, the Tour Striker Smart Ball hangs in front of you. It, the ball itself is wide enough when fully inflated so that you can kind of catch it with your forearms. And then it really makes you think about your upper body rotation, something that we all need and often lose as we get older in the golf swing. What I also appreciate about it is, as I mentioned before, similar training aids literally constrict you. They're either holding your arms or your... You know, your your motion is limited in some way. The Tour Striker Smart Ball, it actually allows you to still use your natural golf swing. You're not changing your swing too much as long as you can accomplish the task of keeping that ball between your forearms. It just It's just hanging from your neck. I also found it to be helpful for noticing sway off the ball. Now, this is something that if you've watched YouTube videos from golf instructors or or Reddit and golf magazine, or whatever. You don't want to move too much off of the golf ball during your swing, especially during your backswing. Of course, there's this concept of a weight transfer depending on your swing preference, but you also don't want to shift everything to one leg or the other, and especially if you don't know that you're doing it, it's really hard to diagnose and, even more importantly, to fix. Well, you've got this ball hanging from your neck, you can't miss it. It's a pretty pretty decent size, you know, it's not quite the size of a beach ball. I'd say maybe a little bit larger than a 16-inch softball. And you can tell just by looking down at a dress if that ball's swing one way or the other during your swing. Just a little added bonus there that I thought, wow, you can use this thing for a lot of different reasons. Now, I said I didn't want to make this a commercial, and why am I even talking about it today? Well, I, I don't typically do podcast episodes about training aids. This is really good. I mean, this is probably old news for some of you listening to this, but this is a really good training aid. I was I was impressed. Now, the smart ball is used by multiple instructors. I, I believe Sean Foley likes to use it, and Martin Chuck, as I mentioned before, was the one who created it. Uh, and it's also used in their training techniques with some of the top players. For example, Justin Rose, Darren Clark is actually cited on the tourstriker.com website. There are so many different smaller things that you can do with this device that I mean at $43, 42.99, it's it's kind of a steal, I would say. You know, so I just wanted to bring it up because I think it fits nicely into the you know, golfers just learning, or maybe you're shaking off some rust in the wintertime like I am right now in Chicagoland. It's a really inexpensive training aid guide that's designed to help remedy a lot of different swing flaws. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Going to try to get someone on from Tour Striker uh, to talk a little bit more about it because that's not the only product they have. They've got all sorts of different things. If you've tried the Tour Striker, uh, they make, you know, these irons that have a, um, it's made for the right impact position. They've got smaller faces on them, you know, number of grooves, for example. And uh, that's just another great 
uh, training aid that they have, among others. We'll get somebody on from the company to talk through it a little bit more, but I just wanted to mention that today. All right, so the other topic I wanted to talk a little bit about today, um, if you if you follow golf Twitter, you probably saw this back and forth between Grayson Murray, the often troubled, uh, often home on the weekends PGA Tour player, uh, and Kevin Na, kind of the the opposite. Of, of what I just said about Grayson. Uh, they got into a little back and forth uh, sparring match, I think you could say. And as is the case typically with these types of things, a lot of people chime in, myself included, and uh, hilarity ensued, at least for one side. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Chantel McCabe, reporter, journalist, she tweeted, Kevin now walking in putts does not get old. We all know that Kevin likes to, uh, he, it's his thing now, he he walks in a putt, usually from an absurd distance. It's a fun thing. It makes it fun to watch him. Grayson Murray, who, if you don't know who that is, I don't blame you, uh, quote tweeted, quote retweeted, is that the right? I don't know. Uh, Kevin Na taking three minutes to putt them does get old. Ooh, burn. Kevin Na, or his agent, I've been told, who actually runs Kevin Na's account, don't know, uh, responds to that Grayson tweet, you missing the cut is getting old. Yikes. And then they go back and forth a few other times. And um, why even bring it up? Well, we all saw what the uh, Player Impact Program did last year uh, in, on social. And we all know, or at least we suspect, that that was brought to the PGA Tour roster as a response to the competing tours that are popping up and offering millions of dollars to everybody. You know, at least that's my my conspiracy theory. And um, I think we saw, even with the Brooks and Bryson quote-unquote feud that turned into a marketing thing, that turned into a TV special that went back to a feud, um, and other social media things, um, we don't know what to believe anymore. At least I don't. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's genuine. I would suspect that this little back and forth, completely unprompted by anybody uh, between Grayson and Kevin Na, is genuine. Grayson has certainly uh, said his fair share of wild things on social media. But I wonder if this is what the tour is becoming. And it's not too different from other sports. I always felt that professional golf, uh, especially on the PGA Tour, was different insofar as we didn't typically hear the opinions from their players and they didn't usually go on and say things about each other. They may interact with a fan or a heckler or an idiot blogger like me, but they never really took shots at one another, at least to the degree that they are now. And so is the PGA Tour becoming a form of sports entertainment closer to professional wrestling? That's a take that you've heard a lot of people say. I've mentioned it a few times on this show. You know, I, um, I, I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> I kind of like it a little bit. And, you know, I will sit and I will complain about things on Twitter just like any other golfer or anyone on golf Twitter. And I will get in front of this microphone and I will complain about something and then you'll all call me names and all that. That's fine. 
but to see the the uh, the players actually interact in this way, calling each other out, starting beefs, whether it be genuine or not, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to watch. Now, of course, everything has its limits. Everything should be done in moderation. Um, you know, we don't want anyone to have their entire life negatively impacted. I mean, we all have heard this phrase cancel culture being thrown around all the time. And there's some validity to that. I mean, you people have gotten in a lot of trouble for things that maybe they shouldn't have gotten in trouble for. But there are also others who probably should have. Goes back and forth all day long. Is this entertainment? Is it something that we are all willing to embrace? Is this just a flash in the pan? Is it something that's just going to happen for a year or two or three? And then ultimately, all the players are like, look, guys, let's just chill out. We've got the locker room. Let's just keep things in-house. Let's not air our dirty laundry on social media. And, of course, there are extremes in the other direction. I mean, Bryson essentially gets a harassed daily on social. Others do as well. I would like to assume, not in a good way, but I would assume that uh, Tiger, during his heyday, when t- if Twitter was a bigger thing, or even if it existed at the time, he would have gotten a lot worse. And we typically see nothing but love for Tiger, for the most part. And other comparisons pop up, too, and you have to wonder, okay, wait, is what I'm seeing on TV or observing in a professional tournament, should there be that barrier still? Is it okay to just watch these individuals, these human beings, apply their craft for our entertainment? And can we just let them do that? I I think that, that time on the PGA Tour is long gone. Long gone. The accessibility that we have, that you and I have, to these players, whether it be via social, whether it be saying something to them in person at a tournament, maybe not expecting a reaction from them or a response by any means, but still doing it. People people have that ability now. When you factor in the equipment deals, when you factor in, which have always been there, don't get me wrong, but when you factor in using these players in a different way and using the tools that I just mentioned in a different way to sell products as well. I think this line, this barrier that I quoted is gone. It's completely gone. It's almost like we now have the opportunity, right or wrong, to insert ourselves into the lives of these people more directly now than ever before. That's even more relevant or evident with the sports gaming world. Their performance, and of course, people have been betting on sports for decades and maybe even longer than that. But now the social aspect, the social media aspect of things like DraftKings, PointsBet, it seems like a new one pops up every single day. Now you have the it, it directly impacts you. Their performance impacts you, and you can let them know about it. So we almost no longer 
have this, and I keep using the word barrier, but we no longer have that that mentality that what's happening in front of us on a screen is kind of apart from reality. It was always just kind of a television show. And then when you went to the tournament, if you had the opportunity to go to one, it broke down another wall. But I almost wonder, it's like, when do these guys get a break? And I should say the same for the LPGA. I mean, when do they get a break? They're always on. And so I would say up until probably three years ago, I'll say, when it really started to get, like those lines really started to go away. Now it truly is this entertainment entity that people, especially leadership in the PGA Tour, they're embracing. And I keep going back to, I, I think I like it. I think I like it, but when is enough enough? You know, that's the other question that I wonder if many of you listening to this uh, think the same way. You know, do we enjoy it? Do we really need this to enjoy this thing? It's going to be interesting how, uh, if I assume they're going to, uh, continue the player impact program. Um, more interactions like what happened between Grayson and Kevin, and there have been many before that, Do they continue? I think yes, and I unfortunately fear that at some point it's going to get to somebody. Somebody's really going to be impacted, like in a negative way. I hope that I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong on that, and I, I can't. Uh, I can't sit here and in one sentence say, "Yeah, this is great," and then the other say, "No, I'm scared of it," and then go on social media and contribute to it. Is there a rule book that we can follow? Uh, golf Twitter. Somebody needs to write that that book. Will Bardwell, if you're listening to this, do it. <laughs> I feel like you're the best. Or or Shane Ryan or somebody out there. Hell, Kyle Porter. I mean, he wrote a new book, A Normal Sport. Um, go out and somebody needs to write a golf Twitter rule book. Maybe I'll do it, but I, mean, I don't know. At any rate, it was an interesting back and forth, and I do think it's something, it's a trend that we're going to see continue. Um, let me know your thoughts on the topic, too. Hit me up on email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. You can find me on social, at golfunfiltered as well. Before I sign off for this week, uh, we do have additional interviews coming up. It, it's weird because, uh, yes, it's PGA uh, Merchandise Show Month, so a lot of these brands have other things going on. There are other brands who uh, have bowed out of the PGA Merchandise Show. You may have seen that article that uh, Golf Week put out, and I responded to on golfunfiltered.com. All of the big guys are gone. They're not going. A lot of them, most of them, are citing pandemic issues, uh, which is, you know, smart. And uh, others are saying, well, you know, there's not a really lot of ROI in this for us to go, and they might not be saying that publicly, but trust me, they are thinking that. But um, what's really interesting is I'm going to have the opportunity to try new stuff this year. Uh, for the longest time, you guys know that I played Cleveland's Rixon Zegzio stuff and uh, love them, still love them. Great, great brands. I've talked about this before. Uh, moving forward, uh, I'm going to try new stuff. You know, I, I think it's there's just so much great, great stuff out there, both new and old, that I think you all could benefit from uh, learning a little bit more about. You know how I like to do it. I do it pretty straight. 
straight shot. This is my opinion on it. I might like it. I might not. Go out to uh, TikTok. We have a account there. Uh, a lot of videos up there now. It's just me talking to new golfers primarily, answering questions about golf. But we're going to do more equipment stuff there too. I think the, uh, well, I know that the engagement there is really impressive. And I'm just glad that people want to learn more about this stuff. And I like talking about it. Uh, but I'm going to try new brands. Um, I've got one in store. I'm not going to say too much right now because we're still working out the details for it. But I think you're going to like this brand a little bit more than perhaps uh, you did before. And uh, hopefully that's because I'm able to educate. I'm able to uh, give you information on the products from them uh, in a more constructive and structured way. But that's I'll just leave it at that. At any rate, you already know how to get in touch with me. I've said it a few times already. Adam at golfunfiltered.com via email and at golfunfiltered via social media. And uh, just a quick shout out to all my, uh, you all know, some of you know that I work in healthcare during the day. Shout out to those of you who work in healthcare. I know it's crazy out there. I know you're hearing all sorts of stuff thrown at you. And if you work in a hospital, I know it's, it's awful right now. I know that. I've tried to help you out you know, spreading the word about, hey, do the right thing, folks, because these healthcare workers, they're going through hell right now. And a lot of it, a lot of that is preventable. And yes, it's about the pandemic. Yes, go get vaccinated. I know that it's a very polarizing issue. People are listening to this, rolling their eyes now. I'm telling you, just do the right thing. It's there. We have the tools. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Thanks as always for listening. We'll talk again soon. 